EO Fire 1342. Ask for what you want because you just might get it. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you ready to set and accomplish your number one goal in 100 days? Visit thefreedomjournal.com and ignite. If you want to find the perfect hire, you can with Zip Recruiter. Right now, you can post jobs on Zip Recruiter for free by going to ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash fire. As a veteran, I know it's hard to look for a career after the military, but it's time to put everything you've learned from the military to good use in a career where you get to help others. That's what owning an Allstate agency is all about. Visit allstateagent.com slash fire to find out more info. Fire Nation, the countdown has commenced. John Lee Doom is here, and I'm fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Tema Frank. Tema are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely. Yes. Tema helps businesses deliver fantastic customer experiences online and off. She recruited 75,000 people worldwide using social media techniques before social media existed for her first company, Web Mystery Shoppers. A best-selling author and host of Frank Reactions podcast, she just released her second book, People Shock, The Path to Profits When Customers Rule. Tama, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Sure, I'd be happy to do that. So my first career was actually as a lobbyist uh, for the banking industry. So I like to joke I was defending the indefensible. (laughs) Um, Then I uh, got an MBA so that I could switch into marketing and I opened 30 bank branches in two years. And then I guess is when my entrepreneurial journey really began because I got laid off and I was about to get married to a professor and I had a choice. I could uh, either follow him to Europe or I could take another career oriented job. So Europe won. Uh, (laughs) Then uh, while I was there, got pregnant, came up with the idea of a book about Canada's best employers for women. And when the publisher ran into financial difficulty, I ended up self-publishing back in 1994 when nobody did that. And it turned into a bestseller. Then later on, while I was at home with kids, I got more and more excited about the potential of the Internet And so in 2001, I set up what I think of as as my first real company, Web Mystery Shoppers. And in 2012, during another sabbatical, this time in France, I uh, started coming up with the idea for the new book, People Shock, The Path to Profits When Customers Rule. So that's a bit about me and my journey. Well, I feel like Fire Nation and myself included know you a little bit better now. And before we get into more of your journey, specifically as an entrepreneur, it's going to break down the ways that today you, Tema Frank, generate revenue. Right now, it's through a combination of speaking, teaching, and consulting. And also, soon, I hope, uh, book sales. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And now, would you say that you have built different revenue streams kind of as you've gone forward, or did you just kind of start them all at the exact same time? Oh, as I've gone forward, because the thing is, I've changed also over the years what I'm speaking, teaching and consulting about. So it's always been in flux. So what was the order that you've created your current revenue streams? I guess I started consulting first 
and then into teaching and then finally getting to the point I'd always done a fair bit of public speaking because I really enjoy it and finally got to the point where people were paying me to speak. Pretty cool process, Fire Nation. I definitely want you to understand that is a path that we need to go on. We need to say first, hey, I'm going to prove myself in this area that's going to lead to this opportunity that will then lead to that opportunity. Like it is a progression. But now, Tim, I do want to go back in your journey, specifically your entrepreneurial journey, and talk about what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. And I really want you to take us to that moment in time, Tema, and tell us that story. The worst moment really was back in 2008. I had been running Web Mystery Shopper since 2001. And, and when I started that business, it was really early days. I was essentially telling companies how they could improve their websites at a time when they figured they were doing well just to have a website. And by 2008, I'd reached a point where my software needed a major overhaul. I was looking at $100,000 of investment. And at the same time, the economy had collapsed. And so I really concluded I just couldn't keep it going. It didn't make sense to invest that. And so I was feeling really low and really mad at myself, feeling like I had been a failure because I hadn't made this business thrive. And I had a database at that point of 75,000 people worldwide who were willing to be mystery shoppers. And instead of thinking of something useful I could do to continue to stay engaged with them, because I was feeling really low, I just sent them all a letter, all 75,000 of them mm. saying, sorry, I couldn't make a go of this for you. Have a great life. Mm. <laughs> Still hurts just thinking yeah, about it. <laughs> So really looking at that lowest of low moments, Emma, I mean, you went through a lot of emotions. I mean, as you just even shared, I mean, you're still going through some of these emotions even today. I mean, what is it, eight years later? <laughs> yeah. What is the number one takeaway that you really want to make sure that Fire Nation gets from that worst moment? Like, what do you want to make sure that we understand that you went through and learned that lesson so that we don't, you know, repeat the past? The number one takeaway is not to be too hard on yourself, that to recognize sometimes things really are outside of your control, and also not to throw away what you've got. I mean, if I had been a little more upbeat about the future, I think I might have been able to figure out some way to keep those people engaged in a positive way. That's tough. You know, it's a tough decision to make because all we have, Fire Nation, is time. And it's really important that we're listening to our intuition, that we're listening to our gut, but then we're also seeing what's really happening out there. Like what reactions are we getting? What feedback are we getting? What are we seeing as trends going forward? And none of these are ever going to be perfect scenarios. I mean, our gut, our intuition is never going to be perfect. It's never going to guide us the right way 100% of the time. You know, what we think is going to happen in the future isn't always going to happen in the future. That's just a reality. So, you know, sometimes you just need to take a step back and say, hey, what direction do I want my life to be leading? And what direction do I want my business to be taking? And am I on that path? And frankly, if the answer is no, then maybe it is time for a shift and adjustment. And mm -hmm. you know, we can have regrets about that sunk cost fallacy, like, oh, I had all these people that were listening to me. <laughs> yeah. But does that mean that needs to dictate the rest of our life? And in some situations, yes, it should. In some situations, no, it shouldn't, because it's just not the direction that you want to be taking. But shifting for us, Tema, into another story, let's talk about an aha moment. Give us one of your greatest 
aha moments to date. Take us to that moment in time. I want to be there with you when this light bulb just appears above your head and you're like, oh, yes, I'm going to do that. How did that idea come about and how did you turn it into a success? I think that idea really came about, I think its start was one day in the middle of winter and I was at home. There was a snowstorm going on. Okay, so not a San Diego winter. Not a San Diego (laughs) winter, unfortunately, although I did reform or revise the idea and make it better while I was visiting people in San Diego. That makes sense. (laughs) But no, so there's a snowstorm going on. My husband was out of town. I had two babies and no car, and I needed diapers. And I thought, why can't I buy these online? This is ridiculous. This was in the late 1990s or mid 90s, I guess. And that was when I came up with the idea for Web Mystery Shoppers, because I realized the internet had tremendous potential as a place where we should be able to just easily buy whatever we want online. And at that time, people just weren't getting it. And that's when I realized I can take my background in marketing and apply it to something that in those days was really being run completely by the IT departments. And by having this large number of people testing websites, I could try and bring those two onto the same page, which was really, really needed. Fire Nation, let me ask you this. Like, are your eyes open? And I'm not like asking like in the real world. Like if you're driving, I hope your eyes are open. Like, yes. <laughs> but are your eyes open? Are your eyes open to the opportunities that surround you? Are your ears taking in the different opportunities that are around you? Because every single day we're living and we're seeing problems. We're complaining and we're whining, we're moaning. Oh, and we're also saying, wow, this is cool. This is a great idea. I wish I had thought about that. Well, you know, maybe some of those things that you're complaining about or that you just know aren't as good as they could be, maybe those are opportunities. I was complaining about the lack of a daily podcast. Tema was complaining about the fact that you couldn't buy diapers online. Like, what were you complaining about today? Think about it. Like, there's an idea there, maybe. But again, going back, you're going to find hundreds and hundreds of things to complain about in this world. Doesn't mean every single one of them you should go forward with, you need to pick and choose because it has to really fit a lot of parameters. Are you passionate about this topic? Like, can you see yourself doing this for the marathon, not just a sprint? Do you have some real value that you can bring to this? Because are you a very organized person or do you have, you know, internet coding skills, like whatever it might be, like what skills you're bringing? And do you really want to do this? Like, these are questions you have to answer, but then fill that void. You know, I love that quote by Gandhi. I've said it before, be the change you wish to see in the world. Emma wanted diapers online. Hello, who doesn't? I mean, come on. And to your point, I think also I didn't become somebody selling diapers online because that in itself wasn't where my passion was. My passion was just enabling people to sell diapers and whatever else online. Oh, see, I love that. See, that complaint or that just wish or that desire, that void that needed to be filled turned into the business opportunity not directly, but indirectly, Fire Nation, and that works too. So those are my big takeaways. Tema, what do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your aha moment? Well, I think very much, as you said, recognizing that there are opportunities everywhere. And sometimes you have to examine them from a bunch of different directions till you come up with the right approach. But don't just say it and move on. Think what you can really do with it. What is your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? You know, kind of like a millennial, and from the dates I've given you, you know I'm not a millennial. Uh, But I think kind of like a lot of kids in that generation, or I should say adults in that generation, I really hate picking up the phone and making phone calls. 
And I think I would have been and would be more effective if I weren't so uncomfortable with just picking up the phone and talking to people. What's your biggest strength as an entrepreneur? Well, ironically, my biggest strength is actually listening to people. So (laughs) I don't want to be the one to initiate the call, but I love listening to people and learning from them. The reality is this, Fire Nation, Tema just shared with us what her comfort zone is, listening to people. Now, that's great because that's a great strength to have. But what's outside of her comfort zone? Her biggest weakness, you know, talking and picking up the phone and being outbound and, and that kind of stuff. I mean, and that's so important to business. So you need to move outside of your comfort zone to really make the magic happen. Now, what is the one thing that has you more fired up than anything else right now, Tema? Right now, it's the book, People Shock, and just helping more and more businesses provide better customer experiences and better staff experiences. Because without happy people internally, you're not going to have happy people externally. Well, Fire Nation, we have some literal and physical and figurative shocks coming up in the lightning round. So don't go anywhere. We're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. As a military veteran, I know it can be tough searching for your next career. That's why I'm excited to tell you about an opportunity you probably haven't thought of, owning an Allstate agency. Here's a story of how one veteran made a big career change by becoming an Allstate agency owner. Omar Zaki served in the military and then worked his way up the corporate ladder. And maybe like you, he wanted something more. Instead of settling for the status quo, Omar took action and opened his own Allstate agency nine years ago. Now he owns two locations with six employees. Both of his previous careers prepared him with the work ethic and self-confidence to reach his goals. Are you looking for a career that's about more than just punching numbers? If you're listening to my podcast, then I know you want more than just a paycheck. And if you want a career that helps people, visit allstateagent.com slash fire after the show to learn how you can own your Allstate agency. Fire Nation, time is our most precious asset, which is why I search far and wide to bring you only the best resources to help you build your business. And what's one integral component to building your business? hiring a team. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface. The best part is there's no emails, no calls to juggle, simply screen candidates, rate them and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 800,000 businesses. Right now you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by visiting ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's zip recruiter.com slash fire. And one more time, try it free at ziprecruiter.com slash fire. Tema, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? You bet. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Having a well-paid, interesting job. It was hard to give that up. What is the best advice you've ever received? Ask for what you want because you just might get it. I uh, was pitching a very large company on sponsoring my first podcast, and I had no idea how much money to ask for. And an advisor of mine said, well, just ask for whatever you want. And I asked for a figure that was way higher (laughs) than I thought they would ever agree to because I didn't have an audience yet. Right. And uh, they agreed. 
Wow, I love that story. <laughs> you need to tell that story in paradise. What is a personal habit that contributes to your success? The fact that I am constantly learning. I'm constantly reading, listening to podcasts like yours Yay. and a bunch of others. Constantly, constantly trying to do new things and learn new things. And I love that. In Fire Nation, there should never come a point where you stop consuming. There is a point where you need to say, hey, I need to tune down my consuming a little bit because I'm you know, more in a producing mode now. Like I've been consuming yeah. for a long time. I've learned a lot of stuff. Now it's time to turn up the producing and turn down the consuming, but you never stop consuming. Every single day, I spend at least 10% of my time consuming. Yeah, I might be spending 90% of my time producing, but I'm never going to stop consuming at least at 10%. And some days, you know, I'm spending the majority of my day consuming because it's kind of like one of those days for me. So there always need to, needs to be a balance of the two, but you can never take one of the two off the table. They have to be there. Can you share, Tema, an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation? Yeah, the one that I found that I really love is something called Active Inbox. So for anybody who uses Gmail for their email service, Active Inbox layers on top of it. And they've actually got a free version. I think I'm using a paid version now, but it, it helps you turn Gmail into a task management system. And it's super easy to use. Very, very helpful tool. If you could just recommend one book for our listeners to join People Shock on the bookshelves, what would it be and why? You know, I was thinking about that, and I would actually go pretty far back to a book written by Peter Drucker back, I think, in the 1950s called The Effective Executive. And uh, as a woman, I had to get past the fact that he always referred to the executive as he. <laughs> but <laughs> if you can get past that, what I really loved about that book is he talked a lot about playing to people's strengths and said, you know, you're wasting your time trying to change and overcome your employees' weaknesses. Instead, set them up to succeed based on their strengths. And I think that was really, really powerful. That's great feedback. And that's something we do talk about on here. It's Focus on amplifying your strengths, Fire Nation. You as an individual, like you want to become great at something that you're really good at. So focus on that and, you know, hire people that are great at what you're crappy at. Let's just, let's just make that investment in ourselves. And Tema, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it is also a doozy. <laughs> Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would get on the laptop and I would start finding out where there are events happening in this town that I've landed in. And I would go out and just start meeting people and learning what they do, learning what they enjoy, what frustrates them. And then I'd start connecting people to each other. Because I've discovered in even smaller cities, still there are a lot of people who should know each other and don't. And figuring out how I can help them help each other is something really useful. And at the same time, I'm starting to figure out how I can use my skills to help them. So they start feeling good about me both directly and because I'm referring them to others. And it just really helps the network grow. And I take it from there. Love that. Fire Nation, absorb these words from Tema. And Tema, we are going to end it today on fire with a parting piece of guidance from you, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. 
Well, the best way to connect with me directly is by email. It's Tema, T-E-M as in marketing, A, at frankreactions.com. And also on Skype, just at Tema Frank or on LinkedIn. But um, people can go and find out more about the book at peopleshock.com. And they can find out more about me and listen to the podcast at frankreactions.com. And of course, the podcast is on iTunes and all the usual places too. In a parting piece of guidance. Always listen to people and try and form human connections. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with TF and JLD today. (laughs) So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Tema, T-E-M-A in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Of course, email her directly, Tema at frankreactions.com for her book, peopleshock.com or her podcast, frankreactions.com. Go directly there, or of course, they'll all be linked up on the show notes page. And Tema, I want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Oh, John, just one more thing before I forget. Um, I've got a special gift for Fire Nation. If they go to frankreactions.com forward slash fire, they can get a download about 33 ways to scare off customers and how not to, which is basically a bunch of advice about things they should do differently on their websites. Yay. Well, Fire Nation loves gifts. So thank you, Tema, for remembering that, albeit belatedly. And now you can say bye to Fire Nation. Goodbye. Thanks for having me. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. If you're looking for an all-in-one podcasting solution, allow me to introduce podcast websites. Website hosting, audio hosting, support security backup, all in one. Visit podcastwebsites.com and schedule a call to learn more and ignite.